1: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.
2: Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness. Yeah.
1: Righto. Let's get to the phone calls. And this chap rang up when the news was on, so he's got some he's got some views and some opinions. He's from Canterbury. It's Kenny. G'day, Kenny.
3: G'day,
4: Staffy. Show me the money.
1: <laughs> Show you the money. I picked the draw. You did, along with two others. Ah, oh, the the score. Is it
4: draw, and then you have to have the try scorer as well, or the first in, first serve for the
1: draw? No, you had to have the try scorer as well. So who did you have?
4: Geordie
1: oh, Barrett. Yeah, well, here's the news for you.
4: And he almost stuck through I very know. early on.
1: So three of you picked draw, two of you picked Geordie Barrett, and the other one picked penalty try. So none of those happened. So you hang around, because we're going to get the three of you to put on a three-leg multi with that bonus bet and m- make lots of money and we'll split it between the three of you. How about that? That
5: sounds
1: fantastic. Right. Well, you stay on the line and Ken's will get your details and we'll ring you back when we're going to do that later on in the show. All good? Right. Sounds good, Steffi. Thanks, mate. Top man, Kenny from Canterbury, showing him the money. Uh, talk to Mikey in Christchurch. Mikey, um, I feel like you're going to sigh at the start.
6: Oh, laughing <laughs> cry. Um <laughs> Wasn't there a penalty try? I thought there was a penalty try. No, <laughs> no. I don't think uh, so. I don't know. Um, oh my god. Oh, I mean, okay. Let's go to positives, eh? Like yep. uh, everything you're saying. I think that Jason Ryan definite improvement in the forwards. That's 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 good. That's that's something I can kind of go. Okay, we can see some progress. All we wanted was progress this year, didn't we? So we got some in that. I think the Geordie thing, hopefully Fozzie's gone, yep he can actually I mean God, his fans are amazing. Um I, I think him in the midfield is is a good find. I think that's positive. I think the uh Bodie Barrett, Richie Moanga debate, I hope has been put to bed now. That'll probably rear its head again next year, but I think I think we're kinda like, you know, Bodie at fullback and um Richie at first five. I think that's that's the thing. Um but other than that, oh, Dalton too. I thought Dalton had a, had a really good game, mm. which leads me to the bench because I kind of wonder where coaches just go, oh, it's that time now, clear the bench. Mm. Like, why? D- why? Why Why clear the bench? Like Dalton, mate, he could have gone full 80. Like McCaw and Kieran Reed and all those guys in the past, Arty, they, they go full 80. So uh, Dalton looks like he's got a lot of ticker. Uh, he didn't need to come off. Um, so I kind of think they kind of get themselves stuck in a, like a preconceived this is what we're going to do as opposed to how we do need somebody on the field to give, the, uh, give our team a bit more pumping up um, but they just kind of do it by rote now and I just think you know it didn't work did it and it was, it was horrible to lose that much of a lead I'm glad that this is kind of almost the last rugby thing because I think um, this team hasn't given me much joy at all this year um, I'm sick of talking about Fozzie um, this is what we've got to stick with. I have a question for you and maybe the other listeners, and maybe that's something down the line you can talk about on another programme. But um, I had a bit of a debate with my friend, and he said, well, we won all the trophies we need to win. So years a success, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, but if it was any other team, yes, but this is the All Blacks. We don't lose. We're not supposed to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and losing four could have lost five. Then there's a the draw. Um, losing a home series to Ireland, losing to Argentina for the first time—I think this is a terrible year. There's signs of progress, but it's been a terrible year. So, if we end up winning the World Cup next year, does it all matter? Does All Black rugby matter unless, unless on the on the big dance every four years?
1: Oh, we'll forgive a lot of things if they win the World Cup, but geez, there's a. Is a mountain to climb. Uh, there is a, a decent mountain to climb. Just on the reserves, with how pedantic the referee was and ruling to the nth degree, the the substitute of halfback who was closest to the referee the whole game, to me, was just like, now TJ Peronara's got to readjust to all of these nuances. Aaron Smith can play... Uh, 80. I, I looked in the last couple of minutes and Brady Retallick's still there. Sam Whitelock's still there. Um, Locks do as much work as anyone. So you're right. I, I just don't like, as a matter of course, at 60 minutes, off you go. Apart from the front row, I get that. Most of the injuries, the front rows, happens mm. in the last 20. I'm okay with that. Yep. But the other guys, forget about it. Mikey, we got heaps of calls. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Yep.
7: No worries. Cheers, yeah. mate.
1: We'll go to Dunedin, talk to Dean. G'day, Dean.
8: Yeah, Steffi. I don't know. That guy there made a lot of sense. Uh, what, have we, what have we progressed from, apart from Ryan, take Ryan out of there, what have we progressed since this time last year? We've still got the best winger in the world at centre, and didn't he look good running down that sideline? Didn't he? He knows he looks good running down that sideline. I don't understand how the guys that put the names in the programme can't just move him to that sideline forever. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Boat Barrett at fullback, They might as well just pick me. It, it, he's not a fullback. He's a world-class 10. And if he's not the best in their eyes, put him on the bench. If he's not on the bench, have him holding tackle bags. Find Stevenson or Will Jordan. Get a fullback at fullback. Get a wing on the wing. Like it's, find a centre somewhere. I don't know who that person is. Like I, Leonard Brown, possibly, but we didn't get to see him there for long enough. Mm. Like Jordy Barrett has to stay at 12. Dalton has made every post a winner, but will it be good enough? Probably not. And that's yeah. sad. Absolutely sad. Having Barrett at six, it's a waste of time. He pushes in the scrum, but we had nothing else from him. Like we, we lose some sort of explosive, get over the game line, number six, like Fizal's a six. Why we, why is Taylor there? Tokiaho is the best number two in New Zealand. We're playing the, supposedly the hardest test of the year, and we go back to a guy that's not going to throw it straight to at least two line outs. Like what, what What have we gained from last year? This time last year, as Rico said after the game, a loss, a draw, a win. Well, we'd all accept that. But is that what, is that what we're supposed to accept now as all-black supporters? No, if we're If was on the field, we could have kicked goals, we would have lost by two. Yeah. It's that simple.
1: Yeah. That's it, Dino. Um, thanks for calling. We've got lots of calls. Always appreciate yours, buddy. We'll go to Graham. um I'm going to say Graham from Northland. G'day, Graham.
0: G'day, mate. Cool. Um, yeah, so I've got three or four things. Um, just quickly on TJ. Um, I'm not a TJ fan, but I'm, I'm gutted for him. He, yeah. He's been putting pressure on Aaron Smith and Whakataba and on Christie, and I think we need that at that level. So I hope he recovers well. I don't think he'll go to the World Cup, sadly, just because of the length it's going to take. But I don't know if you heard, um, Triple T's been picked up by the Highlanders as a injury re- replacement for um, Whakataba. But it sounds like Whakataba's coming back A bit earlier, so maybe there's a job for Triple T at the Hurricanes. I I like him as a a halfback. I don't know what he's done wrong. And you know, the Hurricanes are in a little bit of trouble now. They need a halfback and probably a captain. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, On the All Blacks, disheartened, disappointed, and by the end of that game, I was a little bit disgusted, really. As you and Dean and Mikey have said, the reserves. I can't understand that at all. I got oh yeah, there was just Barrett and Papa Lily was playing out of their skins. Leave them on, man. They were tackling out of their skins. Bowden Barrett, he's nowhere near the best fullback in the country, or even in that squad. His brother is, but he's playing 12 now. I just, I just don't know what yeah it does my head. In. And when he came off with nine minutes to go, I had All Blacks in my state to win by like, 15 and Cody Taylor to score a try but that was all looking good then Barrett, Barrett comes off and that blew that out of the water so I'm a little bit peeved with him at the moment but just sad I'm just sad as an All Black fan that we're putting, we've got to put up with this
7: mm.
0: I give them a 6 for the season I really hope um, Will Jordan has a smashing season in, at fullback next year and the Crusaders win another win another competition, and, it, and they put him at fullback because that's we need a fullback man. We don't need a hybrid first five fullback who goes to the news conference and, and says, "Oh, I think I'll be playing." First five this week because that's where I feel coming. You know what's he going to do next season? Is Liam going to play him at first five before
1: that? Yeah, we don't know. Right? Who would
0: know? Mm. It depends on it depends on Bowden, I suppose, because he seems to be making the rules up as we go along. <laughs> but yeah, just a little bit, a little bit disappointed. And the Kiwi Ferns, if you're going to put up a, a challenge like that to the Waterroos, you've got to show up, man. And they didn't show up. Mm. That was a little bit disappointing, to be honest. They were right in the Waroos' faces, and they got smoked, man.
1: They did. <clears throat> they yeah. did. Graham, always good to chat, buddy. That's Enjoy the, the rest of, of the week.
0: Tax.
1: Cheers, mate. You too,
0: bro. I'll talk
3: to you later. <laughs>
1: Take yeah. it easy. Uh, one more before the break. It's Kirk. G'day, Kirk.
3: Hi, Staffy, How are you?
1: Good, thanks. Kirk?
3: Yeah, good, good. Now, this season, I think, well, they they have certainly made some progress in terms of, like the said, last seven unbeaten when the forwards have improved a hell of a lot. Um, but I thought, that, you know, I was going to give them six out of ten rating for the end of the year. But those... Uh, I might have dropped it to four. The last sort of eight minutes there, for well, so that three through, an All Black team doesn't do that. And I thought, but you know, I have any credit I'd give, well, I thought two of those tries went to the TMO. I, I, I don't know that I would have given either of them. So I think it was probably, under my watch, they probably would have won that game. Did you think those were tries or not?
1: Not the one where the prop was sort of, he sort of seemed to touch it on his thigh and when it finally hit the ground, I felt like it was short of the line. So no, not that one.
3: No, no, well, there you go. And so they've probably... We, we might have been talking a little bit differently if they had held off there, but um, as I say, I think that we've got to be measured about it. I mean, I, one result, in saying that, on am hacked off the left three through in the last 10 minutes, the yellow card and all that, but I think that over the last seven games, they definitely have made some progress. So uh, uh, I, I, I look forward to next year, and I think I only, in the press conference, talked about how they finished last year on a loss this year and a draw next year, a win. That would mean they'd probably win the World Cup. So That's not fair. That. So, yeah. so that'd be good. Good talk to you, I've got lots of calls to take and uh, um, I hope you have a good Christmas, Mark, and all the best, mate.
1: Thank you, Kirk, thank you very much, and to you too, my friend. Uh, actually, we will take one more because it's coming in from Australia, don't want to keep them on too long, then we'll take a break. All you others that are on the hold, we will get to you straight after the break. Darren and Ozzy, g'day, Darren. Hey,
9: Steffi, how are you? Good, Darren. Ah, wow, I loved it. Um, I was a bit gutted because I did pick the uh, All Blacks by 18, and uh, with nine minutes to go, I was sitting there going, "Oh, feeling pretty good here." <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, at, at the end of it, I didn't—I didn't feel down at all. I'd, I'd give them a seven out of ten for the year, and I thought leading into a World Cup, that—that that was awesome for work-ons and things. You know, the, the game had everything. It had a, a ref that was just a complete lunatic. So, how do we adapt to that? Mm. So that's a work-on. You know, nine minutes to go. We ended up with a draw. I can't believe England kicked the ball out, seriously. Like, that that, that just stunned me. I thought, we're, we're right for the picking here for a loss. Um, I just think we'll come out of it with a lot of work-ons for next year's World Cup. And we had a lot of good things happen. Like you said, our front row, I think, on the tour, it showed that Popper Lee should be starting at seven. I don't care how fit Sam Kane is. Um, he's got a start. He was just a workhorse. Yeah. And, you know, and a shame about Perinara. I mean, I thought he Played really well last week against Scotland when he came on, and that was, that was such a shame. But we've got depth; it'll give other guys a chance. And I mean, I, I really enjoyed the Northern tour. I thought that um, we didn't overshow our hand. We, we we worked on our basics well, but our discipline does worry me. Yeah. I mean, in a World Cup with Northern Hemisphere refs, mm. we've got to tidy that up.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. And I don't. The I've, thing about. I've got a quick one. Last thing about I've got a the quick ref- one for you. Oh yeah, you go.
9: So I just got a quick one for you. Do you think in the last 10 minutes we tried to put ourselves under pressure or do you think we saw a little bit of what England can do on attack?
1: Oh, I think England saw us down to 14 and said, if this could be the greatest comeback since Lazarus, let's have a decent crack. And away they went. I certainly don't think we intentionally wanted to put ourselves under pressure. We've had enough this year. Yeah.
9: Okay. No, I'd like your insight on that. I'm I'm in two minds. Yeah. All, All right. right.
1: Fair. That's fair, Darren. Always good chatting, bud. Enjoy your week. Darren Darren out of Australia, Tristan, Bruce, Zayn and Zane. we'll come back to you after a quick ad break. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome back in, straight back to the course. Tristan from Canterbury. G'day Tristan.
7: Hey, where you going? So, yeah, where do we start?
1: I oh, know, I oh, know. Um,
7: well, obviously, there's a few negatives I'll rattle off, but I'll start with a positive. There's definitely positives there, and that's a forward pack. Like, Jason Ryan has definitely turned those forwards around, like our mall defence, our mall driving, etc. Like, we just look a lot more sound there. Like, we did pretty well for the 70 minutes against an English pack, which is regarded to be pretty strong, but what's... um. Yeah, I just think we're just lacking a ball carrier at number six. Like we need someone like an Ethan Blackadder and obviously Frizzell in that there. Like I think Scott Barrett as much as you know, he he's a solid six, but I think that's about it. Like we need like a a ball carrier, like a hard working player. Hopefully Ethan Blackadder is in the mix for next season. But, but I just feel fine with this team at the moment, which has pretty much been even since Ryan and uh, Mitzgewin the team, there's it seems to be a lack of mental strength in the team, the inability to hold leads when getting off the great starts, like the match at Twickenham was just another example and obviously the chickens have come home to roost this time around. I can think of a number of instances this season where we had early ascendancy in the games, like Joe Berg against the box, I think we led fifteen nil and found ourselves behind at one stage late in the second half. Christchurch against the Argies, I think we led fifteen six and then fell over 25-18. Melbourne. Mm. We'll remember that game. Like, we led 32-12, like, huge leads we're talking. And if I wasn't for a Foley, you know, Foley wasting time, we would have lost that match. Mm. Japan, I think we led, was it 21-7? And, and I might have been, yeah, it was something like that at one stage and found ourselves hanging on to a seven-point lead. There were also signs in the match in, against Wales, too. Like, we blew out to comfortable leads but kept letting the Welsh back in by ill discipline, which was basically hindered us all season. But it's just sort of that got overshadowed that because of obviously we put 50 points on by the end. In the Scotland game, well, we led 14-0 after eight minutes, and then fell behind 17-14 at half time. England match, well, conceding 19 points in nine minutes. Enough said. Mm. Like clearly, obviously, there's a mental weakness in the side. Like obviously, it's a concern heading into the World Cup because. The pressure, you know, the pressure that's going to come around knockout stage is going to be extreme. Like, you know, you're going to be situations where teams are going to be, you know, coming after you, and we need to. Hopefully, we can address that. It's still, 12 months or so, but yeah, I don't know if it's a coaching thing, but yeah, there, there seems to be a mental block there when we get well out in front. I don't know whether we put the feet up and think the job's done, or yeah, we're not playing the 80. That's clear to see.
1: Mm. I'm pleased that hopefully that lesson was learned yesterday, and it's not something that has to be relearned at World Cup time. Um, really, really good points, Tristan. Thanks each for for calling us up today.
7: Okay.
1: Cheers, bud. Uh, one more in Christchurch, Bruce. G'day, Bruce. Hey, Steffi. Hey, mate.
2: Hear me? Yeah. Look, um, no, a lot of the points uh, these other pl- other callers are. Commented and covered what I want to say. Um, I, I still can't. I still can't figure out um, h- how tactically well or not, not intelligently we are being coached to to be that much in, in in the lead with ten minutes to go, nine minutes to go, and and so I don't know blatantly lose the plot and a lot of it's around um, the way they they played that last nine minutes mm. um, I, I just don't I don't get it I don't get it if, if they keep saying they're learning how I know individual players can make errors but I still don't think we have as um, much as I like Sam Whitelock as a leader we don't if you or I were on the field, or Richie McCaw at that stage, and we'd lost one of your players in a card, and you were leading, wouldn't you grab everyone by the scruff of the neck and say, OK, guys, hmm. we're not going to let this go?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I didn't see any of that. No. I, I saw a lack of playing rugby, which, I'd ra- to be honest, I'd rather them lost by 10 playing, trying to play more rugby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was very un-all black. Very unall black
2: Very strange. Um, Look, it's just bizarre. The whole year's been bizarre. Um, It's a bit frightening, because if England actually tried to play rugby for 60 minutes of the game, they'd have probably, I don't know, they might have beat us by 30. Who knows? I don't know what they're up to. Um, Here's my final comment. I hope World Rugby, someone seriously has a look at all the games over the weekend, especially that one, and actually make a decision about what they're actually presenting on TV. Yeah. Are they trying to present entertainment? Or is it just just a job for these people, for these players? Because that seriously was a very hard watch. And to, to appoint that referee, um, the the game was appalling that way.
1: And mm. I favor- don't know how they are going to yeah. grow fans. Yeah, he didn't favour either side, which is one thing. I'll, I'll leave you with this, Bruce. I thought our best player in the first half was the English halfback. He was <laughs> shocking. Thank God they didn't yep. start Ben Youngs. We would have lost that. Yeah. Yeah. Got to scoot to news though, Bruce. Thanks heaps, buddy. Let's go to Very Johnny. Good. Let's go to Johnny Mac. New sport and weather because you want it.
10: Of madness.
1: Yeah. Right, we're trying to get our head around to what's happened in the weekend and more advanced over the whole year for the All Blacks. Where are we at? What have we done well? Where do we see some change that is still needed? Bearing in mind the things that won't change, that we can't change. Zaid, Auckland, champion.
10: Uh, good afternoon. Uh, my highlight of the weekend is the New Zealand Sky Sport Breakers. They go to um, play the jack jumpers, um, beat them, and then they have to turn around. They only got back home early early yesterday morning. Sunday morning was at 2.3am. They um, have an eight-point deficit first quarter, and then they come back roaring. Um, Barry Brown Jr., Derek Pardon, eighty-nine eighty three, breakers hot eight and three. You can't turn the heater off. that's uh, <laughs> a different breakers team from last year. Modi Mayor, what a job he's doing. That was definitely my highlight of the weekend. And um uh one fight in the UFC that I reckon he's a big up and coming fighter. Um here look out for the name. Jack Dalla Madalena, three first round knockouts in a row now. Um so I think he's one of the new big bricks. He's out of Perth, Australia, and he's um, yeah, he's getting the knockouts pretty fast, and he's racking them up. Um, della, so della, mella, fella. What's his name? Jack della Maddalena.
1: Della Madalena. That's a heck of a name. Yeah, s- sounds like a yeah, s- Sounds like a fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, my Alfred. eye on him.
10: Also, Lydia Coe as well. Fantastic. Um, he seems back. So back to a pretty much younger younger form, um, just tearing up the USPGA. I'm not the biggest fan of golf, but you, you never forget the name Lydia Ko. Um, but now we've got to go to the disappointing stuff of the All Blacks. Not being mean. How does that referee have a job? Yeah, how does he have a job?
1: <laughs> that's pretty mean, um,
10: Zay. That's pretty mean.
1: <laughs> but 29 I what, penalties. I know, I know. 29
10: penalties. He, he did the same thing against Australia. Even um, the commentators were saying, you know, that, that how, how was how he in the game, you know. Every time it's happened, he's always always just does it all the time. Um, and I don't know how he found that try. How was that a try? That first try that England scored. Who put that down? <laughs> did he have a, did he, did he have some extra? Did he have three or four eyes on him? What? what yeah. How did he find the grounding for that? Um, maybe the yellow card. Yeah, I don't know if that was a yellow card at any point in the game. And um, then what, did TJ Pernaro get injured or something? What's happened there?
1: He's done his ACL, nine months.
10: Uh, okay, so yeah, that's his World Cup done. Sorry right. to say that. Mm, so um, that, that's pretty much, uh, that pretty much names Finlay Christie in the World Cup team then, Ken, as long as he doesn't get injured. So <laughs> I think now... And if uh, Tava can get fit, which he probably will be, those will be the three halfbacks of the World Cup, Aaron Smith, Tava, and Christie. Um, and the standout player yesterday, if you have to have one, we know it all. Everyone's been saying it. It's Dalton Papali'i. Papali'i! Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, Zane. Good chatting, mate. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Zane, para, para G'day, Zane.
2: Mate, it's, it's quite a refreshing to hear that um, while there's a bit of frustration out there, it's a little bit more, um, I don't know, relaxed than it normally would be after such a crap year. But... Um, I've got to say, when you when you're reflecting and like talking about the positives from an individual contribution perspective or a change of coach, you've got to give them a D, right? Mm. You don't judge all blacks on identifying learnings. No. I love that word. Um, <laughs> that they that they can work on for next year, mate. Like there are positives from individuals. Like I, I do agree. Like Tyrell Lomax and Aho, um, Geordie Bowden, Like that's great, but. As a, as a year as a whole, it's one of the biggest failures I can recall mm. as an All Blacks fan. When, when was the last time we lost so many games to teams we should beat and people were still trying to give them a pass mark?
1: Yeah, and, and the thing was the reluctance to admit that there were problems. Like, post-match, there was never a problem. It's like these the sectors there that we're proud of and these guys are giving everything. Like It was, it was almost like it was a denial when they wouldn't interact with us and share some disappointment with us. You know, I
2: like
1: I watched the documentary for the second time last night on the Buffalo Bills going to four Super Bowls in a row and they interviewed the guy who missed the kick which would have won them their first Super Bowl and he fronted them and he said, I'm so sorry, um, I love you guys, blah, 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 stick with us um, and they just owned up to their shortcomings, but we just haven't had that this year. And do remember, like Geordie Barrett, everyone ringing about Geordie Barrett in 12, that's, that's a good find this year. The reluctance to play him at 12 in the first half of the year, and it was, I don't know what the pressure was, but eventually they lined him up at 12. He could have had nine games at 12 with Rico, and that combination would be solid as now, but he's had, what, three well, I'm, I'm going to give you
2: three words that popped my mind to sum this season up. So the first one is continuity. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had a, a continuity of selection, so we haven't had a continuity of play on the field. The second one is adaptability, which is basically exactly what you're talking about there, is acknowledging that your plan didn't work very early on and adjusting it rather than just sticking to it for the sake. And that's both off and on the field. Um just like, a, it's unbelievable What you think guys like Jord, um, Jordan didn't get a go at fullback and what have you. But the last one for me has been brought up by a couple of people, and that's leadership on field. Mm. We haven't really had, I mean, Kieran Reid was okay, but you know, when Richie was on the field, you knew that guy's a leader, and that situation would have pulled them in, and he would have done something to turn that game. And if we look at who could be that guy, I can only think of Artie. Mm. It can't be Whitelock Hardy is the guy He's the one who was Getting those turnovers In the last 10 minutes Trying to keep us in there um, I think you've got to look at Who's going to be our leader Going into the World Cup It's not going to be Sam Whitelock for me
1: mm. Yeah Great observation Good call Zane Thanks for giving a yell Cheers, today mate. Cheers buddy Zane We go to Matt G'day Matt
4: Hey Steph How you doing? Good buddy Hey, just a quick thing, as as the man there was just saying about Sam Whitelock. There seems to be a bit of a reluctancy, especially on his part. It's like an old all-black ethos to game the referee. Mm. Every other team does it. In the 38th minute of that game, Genge came out of the line, cannonballed him with his arms by his side, got Sam Whitelock in the head, head head-on-head contact, half-knocked Sam Whitelock out the other boys in the team were telling Sam Whitelock to go and talk to the ref about it, and he refused. That was a dead set red card, mate. And um, Carl, um, who's the other commentator, the former prop, the Tasman guy?
1: Kane Hames. He
4: he saw it, and he said, someone's in big trouble here, and they never went back to it, and they never spoke about it. again. You go back and watch in the 38th minute, mate, it's an instant red card, and I've seen heaps of threads around the world blowing up about it. He should have been cited for it. Mm. Now, um... Another quick issue um, which um, blew my mind was Mwanga getting man of the match. He was tremendous in the first half, but statistically in the second half, he put him on the worst performances of an all-black first five in living memory. Do you want to hear some stats? I do. (laughs) (laughs) So in the 45th minute, he missed a tackle, which let them get a line break. Because you know now they, that he's such a liability on defence, they spore him on the wing or right. a fullback on every set play. You watch him on every set play, they pull him out of first five because he can't read lines. Right. So 46 minutes, they make a break. We get a penalty on our line, the five-metre line and the 15. He's a right-footer. He can't curl the ball. He can only kick straight into touch. He made 14 metres. Mm. They get the ball back. We get a penalty, he runs midfield, two-man overlap on the outside, he gets the ball stripped off him. Then we get another, so that penalty, sorry, is on halfway. He tries to overcook into touch, he doesn't find touch, they run it back, another line break, they go down the far end. 47 minutes, 20 seconds, we get another. So they've figured out by this time that he can't kick right foot into touch from him deep. He can only just hoik it into bite the 22. They kept pumping it down there the whole second half. England dominated that second half, every statistic. Mm. The whole thing about the orbit being good for 70 minutes is an absolute fallacy, mate. They were good for 40. England blew them off the field in that second half. I think we only had the ball twice in their half, in the second half. And one of them was Enrico when he ran bloody 80 metres. Mm. So then in the 58th minute, he did the same thing. Penalty on our line, 5-metre line, 15 metres in. 17-metre gain, England once again on attack. 62nd minute, 5 metres and 15 metres on our line, 14-metre gain. 65th minute, does the same thing, gains about 9 metres. 67th minute, same, they keep horsing it down to that corner and giving away penalties, he kicks it out, he made a 12-metre gain. And then the coup de grace was when 76th minute. TJ is screaming at the ref toward a penalty. He's not watching the ball. The ball rolls between his legs. He loses it. He flicks it to uh, Moanga. Moanga hoops it into touch, makes about nine metres, and then England stormed back and scored that try. They just pinned us in that corner for 40 minutes. We couldn't get out. But you know the All Blacks and the coaches are always talking about our exits, our exits, our exits our exits in that second half you know I want to go back and watch that second half was awful, absolutely awful and just if any train spotters picked up on this tune into the ref's mic when they scored that final try and kicked the conversion there was 79 minutes and 11 seconds on the clock the ref called time off when they got to halfway, he calls time on, the clock went red at 80, 49 seconds disappeared we kick the ball. He hoofs it into touch. Where'd that 49 seconds go? <laughs> Check it out, mate. You go back and have a look at the replay right now. Mate. For 79 minutes and 11 seconds. He calls time off. All Blacks walk it back up to halfway. They organise what they're going to do. Mwanga finally kicks short so we can attack it and then get the ball and they hoofs it into touch. 49 seconds disappeared, mate.
1: You've made me want I'm going to go and watch that second half tonight. I'm pretty excited to do it with all you of those stats.
4: You just concentrate on Mawang's exits from that corner.
1: Mm. Nice. Oh,
4: also, second half, we lost four line outs. We missed six tackles. England doubled the amount of carries we had, and they dub- doubled the amount of meters made with ball in hand.
1: Fantastic. Don't be a stranger, Matt. Jeez, I'm, I'm, I want to give you your own slot. Thanks, Heath, for calling. Fantastic right, stuff. Thanks, mate. Good man. Food for thought. Back in a mo. <laughs> Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We go to Christchurch, talk to Russell. G'day, Russell.
5: Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? <clears throat> I thought I'd better reply to that uh, one-eyed, uh, well, not Cantabrian, but Auckland caller Matt, who was anti-Moanga. I used to go down and watch the Crusaders at our Rugby Park train. And before the semi-final, I watched them do their exit strategies for 20 minutes. And the exit strategy kicker was not Moanga. It was Havili. Most of the time, Havili or Enor, they moved it wide, and the exit was not Moanga. So the, the biggest kicker in the All Black team is who? Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett, of course. Second 5'8". Geordie Barrett should be the exit kicker. So you can't, you know, you, you carry out a plan. As it, when I was a basketball coach, we lost the game. It was my fault. We win the game. Like sometimes you want to take the credit. It was the girl's fault. It was the girl. <laughs> they won. So you, you've got to blame the coach. Mm. And during a game, we had a call. If we are in trouble, we had a, a, like the 99 call. It was the injury call. Someone went down. The All Blacks need leadership on the field. They need it off the field. The call should have come down, get together boys, this is what we need to do. Mm. But I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing it. You can't blame Mawanga for everything. He did some great things in the first half. And yeah, he missed a cut from the second half. But they all did. They all played poorly in that last 15 minutes. They went to sleep. End of story. And England played really well. Got their noses up in front and thought, we've got a chance boys, let's run the ball. Pierre. Um, yeah. really? I tell you, team I'm a bit worried about uh, World Cup of Scotland. You know, like, I thought it was going to be Argentina, but Scotland in the weekend. Yeah. Wow.
1: They were brilliant, weren't they?
5: Weren't they? So, yeah, this is going to be a great World Cup. Um, did someone say that TJ blew a knee?
1: It's an Achilles. Someone's put me right. It's his Achilles, not his ACL, out for nine months.
5: Oh, uh, I thought, oh, that's tragic. I thought Hmm. it was something serious down low. Well, that's
1: tragic for the guy. Hey, thanks for the call, Russ, especially on the exit strategy. Really good. Thank you.
5: Yeah, cheers.
1: Cheers, buddy. Yeah, so Carolyn, let me know it's an Achilles, not an ACL. Carolyn, putting me straight. Uh, I'll get to some text messages after the break. Then we've got the news. And straight after the news, Andrew Durante, wonderful Phoenix man on the Football World Cup. He's kidding. Robbie's kidding. He said, I'm going to play a song. Then I'm kidding. Carolyn's going to go and watch the game as well, given Matt's stats. Matt's stats. Um, Graham texted and said, staff, me and the missus were watching the Blacks game. Bodie got yellow card and the missus said they're in trouble now. And I say, nah. They score. And she says it again. And I say, nah. They score again and repeat. And I say, nah. Two minutes to go. And she says, they're going to pull this off. And I say, nah. They do it. The final whistle goes. And she just turns to me and says, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a soap opera on the couch during the rugby. Oh, Graham, you got out Nard. You got out Nard. Um, FIFA World Cup started this morning uh, with the host nation giving a not very good performance. By all accounts didn't watch it. but Andrew Durante did the wonderful Phoenix man. He's going to join us straight after the news at one, looking forward to chatting to Jura.